0: Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, D.I.Y. Chuck brings the case against his wife, Emily. Chuck performed a little surprise home renovation while Emily was away, but Emily isn't a fan of the finished look. Should Chuck fix it or stand by while a contractor takes over? Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as the Honorable Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom and presents the obscure cultural reference. In 1936,
1: George Nissen Larry Griswold invented the rebound tumbler and gave it a trademarked name, trampoline, after the Spanish word for diving board, trampoline, trampoline. Of the following, which of these was never a commercial brand name? Listen carefully, I'll read it only once heroin, barbecue, escalator, muzak, cellophane, moxie, or klaxon.
0: While you think it over, Jesse Thorne will swear you in. Please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you, God, or whatever? I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that all the home renovations in his home are conducted by his two young children? I do. I do. Very well. Judge Hodgman. Chuck
1: and Emily, you may be seated. For an immediate summary judgment in one of your favors, can you name the piece of culture that I referenced as I entered the courtroom, Emily? You cannot, right? I don't think so. What was I? What was I? What was I gesturing toward? I, I'm not sure. I
2: was like looking for a movie reference, and then you tripped me up.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, a question that I asked you.
2: You asked which was which was not an actual brand name. I think I have the answer if that was the actual question that right, I understood. Hold on,
1: hold on to your answer. Okay. Chuck. Yes. Do you know the piece of culture I was referencing when I entered the courtroom? I do. What What was it, Chuck? I believe you are
3: referencing uh, the uh, Max FunCon trivia that you and I perform,
1: <laughs> well hosted. Yeah, uh, that sort that, of perform, sort of host. That is correct. I was I was referencing one of the questions from the pub quiz at Max FunCon that Chuck and I host annually. Chuck, which one was it? What year?
3: uh it feels like two years ago to me so that would be what um 2012 let's say okay you are incorrect no, 2013 you are, incorrect. You
1: are no you're incorrect <laughs> chuck this is literally some stuff you should know <laughs> all right 2013 chuck you're out emily i'll rule all in right. your favor if you give the correct answer my guess is klaxon incorrect Incorrect. Klaxon began life as a commercial brand name. It was a trademarked no, alarm noise that has now become uh, uh, universal and generic, just like uh, heroin, escalator, muzak, cellophane, Moxie. I actually had the word for Moxie before we had the soda Moxie, and the, the word that I I was said I would never say on this podcast again, Moxie, because they did not they, they are not sponsoring us. But barbecue never was a trademarked name. That was oh, always... I guess... Yeah. I gotcha. I guess
2: that explains why there are so many restaurants with barbecue in the name. Do you know what a klaxon
1: sounds like? I'd love to hear. Klaxon! Klaxon!
2: <laughs> klaxon!
1: <laughs> it's exactly
2: on- like I thought.
1: It's an onomatopoeia. All right. Listen, everybody. You can, te- you can sense... Uh, the, 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 friendly interplay and intimacy of our little pretrial uh, chuckle along there, but Chuck <laughs> and Emily and I know each other and so do you, everyone listening because Chuck is co-host along with Josh Clark of the great podcast Stuff You Should Know and Emily is his, uh, lawfully wedded wife, right? Is that true? Lawfully wedded? I do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're official. Not, not common law. No, Mm-mm. all right.
2: There are papers to prove it.
1: And uh, who brings this case before the court? Who seeks justice? Is it you, Emily? Uh,
2: <laughs> well, I do seek justice, but I was not the plaintiff.
1: All right. Yeah, I believe I brought the case, sir. All right. Tell me, tell me, tell me what the trouble is, Chuck. Uh, well, here's here's the
3: deal. I uh, like to surprise. It's a thing in my household when Emily goes out of town alone, usually to see her family in Akron, Ohio. That I
1: would where, uh, where, where I will be giving a free presentation at the public library. Check it My out. My entire John family Hodgeman will be there. Com. Okay, <laughs> it's it's a free it's a free presentation and Q and A session at the Akron Public Library on date. Enter here. <laughs> Look it up at johnhodgro.com/slash/tour.
2: <laughs> they'll, they'll all be there.
1: And uh, it's first come first serve. And if you think your family is going to get some special treatment from me. And waltz into the public library five minutes before showtime. <laughs> then you're, prob- you're probably right. <laughs> All right, so you're off to Akron, and Chuck decides to surprise you by getting you flowers or buying you a new VCR. What is it, Chuck? What do no. you do?
3: No, I like to surprise her uh, a lot of times by doing a, uh, we're renovating a, a, an old house that we own. And I like to surprise her with a new project
1: that it's I a have good completed. Thing it's a good thing you're renovating a house that you own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're That's not sneaking into homes in, in Atlanta that you do not own.
2: Surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna do a whole total home makeover. Uh-huh. And because you're a hand you're a handy man. Uh I'm okay. All right. So where does not where, great. <laughs> where does the beef come in?
3: Uh well the beef comes in in that um when she returned home, uh she wasn't happy that i did this particular renovation without her uh, consent and input or knowledge, and uh, she didn't like the job that I did. She thought it was kind of crappy, and uh, I think her words were, "If you
1: were a contractor, I would have fired you." And what was <laughs> the, What was the renovation that you did again? You dropped the ceiling five feet. What did you do? <laughs> now I, I, uh, <laughs> I a,
3: widened a doorway uh, into my from my dining room into my kitchen. I took it from a doorway into a nice wide open. Uh, archway sort of thing right except not in the
1: shape of an arch still a doorway just wider yeah you're right okay i gotcha yeah it's no, three know, doorways right. it's three doorway two, three door widths thereabouts so chuck you bring the case before court it would seem to me in the ancient legal adage the doorway is widened or you can't yeah. unwiden a doorway <laughs> the damage is done. Exactly. W- why do you? Why do you even bother? Aside from getting your voice on another hit podcast, why are we here? <laughs> is there is there some movement to to unwiden the doorway?
3: Yes, there is. Uh, she thinks it is too wide, um, and she's not happy with some of the other choices that I made, and wants to. The, I'm taking her to court because she wants to hire someone to correct my. Um, the
1: intricacies of my carpentry
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of putting it,
3: and
1: I'd like to do it myself, okay, so Emily would like to hire a professional to come in and fix fix what she considers to be broken about this hole in your wall, and you don't yeah. want- and you want me to prohibit her from hiring that person, yes, sir, all right emily w- w- what's wrong? What's wrong with this doorway? What are the mistakes that Chuck made?
2: Well, the first mistake he made was not telling me he was doing it in the first place. So mm-hmm. I, my surprise was not a welcome one, as one would hope a surprise might be. In fact, he tricked me, and this is important, I think, evidence, because when we, we had come up with a big priority list of projects that we wanted to f- work on this fall, mm-hmm. and uh, when I was leaving, he said, hey, I want to do a project it will be less than $100, um, but I want to surprise you with it. And, you know, he, he tends to get a little bit of product project ADD, he'll, you know, he'll like go off of our list and be like, I want to make a new pathway to the, for, the house, or I want to replace all the windows and, you know, just stuff that gets us away from our, the projects that we've already prioritized together. Right. And so he said, what would you be mad if I did? Which I should have just made him tell me. I mean, like the total trick. So everyone should he, say you know, that.
1: Every every married person should say that every morning, know, to right? Their and
2: I fell for it. I should have known at that say, point. Light our bed on fire. <laughs> exactly. He'd had like three or four recent ones, and I was like, please don't pave the pathway. Please. You know, I was thinking of what he could do for hundred dollars that would make me mad, and I wasn't really thinking that it would involve altering a, like a structure in our home. Um, so I had no idea that this was even happening. You know, I thought I was going to come home to a welcome project. It was
1: not. It was not. Widening this doorway was not on your list of priorities. Yes or no? Never. Never. Not, not Never on her a... list of priorities. No. Right. No, no. I understand you've got your secret list of priorities. You're still. A yeah. human be- yes. You're still a human being, Chuck. And you still keep a, a secret exactly. agenda from your wife <laughs>
2: <laughs> which is fine if it had just stayed on the agenda instead of happening so sure. I come in I think what she's well, saying is, all... I
1: think what she's saying is she would rather you have had an affair than widen this doorway <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty that probably I probably would have been about equal equally as mad so I'm in the car and uh, well, I come out of the airport and he picks me up in his pickup truck and it's full of this old wood and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, what is that? That looks like it's from our house. Oh my god, did you do the arch? Did you do the doorway? And he said yes. Before I can figure out how I feel about it, he starts convincing me like he's you know <laughs> this is great. You're gonna love it. And if you don't, like it's your problem. So I got I was mad before we even got home. <laughs> you know, like he just completely set me up to fail the happy test of wait,
1: that but, whole but, thing. But, but I. Meant- <laughs> 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 a- Emily, as as much as I as much as I like you, I fear that I I may have caught you in at least an inconsistency, and Uh-oh. at worst, okay. <laughs> a horrible deception. Uh oh. Because you you said that he picked you up at the airport, and then you asked him, "Did you widen that doorway?" Which would suggest well, that you it. did have some pre a forewarning that a doorway might get widened while you were away in Akron.
2: It hasn't come up in a couple of years. It was like low not, on the list of the ADD projects.
1: That's totally true. No. All right. yeah, Chuck, Chuck, why is Emily lying? What's going on? Well, the,
3: I mean, it had been talked about certainly within the past two years for sure. Because between, I, I would, between the two of you or by yourself in the morning while you're shooting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, let, let me think about it, actually. <laughs> I, I'm pretty convinced that we had a, a real human conversation with each other.
1: I just peri- have to disagree. Within
3: what period of time? Oh, man. I
1: mean, it's got to be within the last six or eight months. We already know it's because talk- you failed because you failed the cultural reference test that you don't understand time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Thank
2: you.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like we have because uh, I- I've had a bee in my bonnet about this freaking doorway
1: for a while.
2: Amongst yeah. other things, though, I didn't have an idea of how important
1: it was. No, you don't understand your husband. I understand.
2: <laughs> I'm now, trying.
1: Emily... I need to ask Chuck some questions now. So please Cut. don't interject. Chuck. Good luck. <gasps> yes. oh, Chuck, no. please don't. Yes. Allow me to treat your wife as a hostile witness, not you. Chuck, what was the problem <laughs> with the door? Let me, let me ask you, was this doorway, was this a safety concern? Were you, were you getting a lot of bruises on your shoulder because the doorway was too narrow? Why was this bee in your bonnet?
3: Uh, Okay, well, I sent you some photos. Um, I don't know if you want to review that, but um, when you walk into our...
1: I have them in front of me.
3: Yeah, when you walk into our home, there's a nice wide doorway from the living room into the dining room, Mm -hmm. and a nice wide doorway from the dining room into the sunroom, and then just a regular old doorway where there used to be one of those swinging doors into the kitchen.
1: Right. And uh, I just thought it would look nice if I opened it all up. Oh, you were upset because it lacked symmetry. It didn't match the other two wide doorways. Uh, yeah, plus it just looks nicer open. And our refrigerator,
3: uh, the left-hand door of the refrigerator would only open 90 degrees because it would bang into the wall. Mm -hmm. And, um, with it open, you can open the refrigerator door more than 90 degrees.
1: (laughs) Okay. I can see, I can see, now I'm reviewing these, uh, these photos that you sent in and, uh, uh, to describe them for people at home, you can go and, and look at them on on our website at maximumfun.org. But I do see this uh, the the original narrow doorway, and now I see the original narrow doorway with one jam of it, J A M B of it, all torn up and looking yeah. dangerous because that's what you did. And yeah. now I see a new new framework for a wider door which I guess is taken from the kitchen into the living room. First of all, you have yeah, doesn't look nice. You have some lovely arts and crafts style uh, furniture in here. Uh, Thank how you. old how old is the house? Uh, what Emily 1930 1930 Yeah. Yeah. And the reason that there that and then I see a nice wide doorway here from the dining room into the kitchen and uh-huh. I see, and there's a dog in there. Did, did is that is that your dog, or is that a ghost dog that just shows up in photographs? That's he a, came with the house. <laughs> yeah, he's a real dog. He's okay, from the 1930s as well? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh, and then, all right, that, here I can see. So how, approximately how much wider did you make this doorway? Boy, I didn't measure, but... Um, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> boom. That's interesting. <laughs> Let me, let me Am just I allowed a, to interject? Let me just make a note about that. <laughs> you know the old,
0: you know the old carpentry saying: <laughs> I don't say it once and measure nuns. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. Can we
1: restart? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Emily, Judge, I allow, please keep that in evidence. To, I allow you to interject.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that way, well, here, keep doing it. Do you or want me is
1: to? It, is it the case that no more need be said?
2: Well, he, he basically, that was one of my main complaints. He took those lovely pieces of furniture and shoved them into the wall and made the archway that big. Exactly. Rather, but it is—it is nine inches bigger than both of the other archways, so it's not symmetrical. That's not true. It's totally true. I, I measured. I think I even sent a picture of me measuring.
0: Whoa, <laughs> haven't you heard about the old carpentry saying? <laughs>
3: It's yeah, a, I made it work
1: with our furniture. Uh, Chuck, why didn't you? Why didn't you measure the doorway?
3: Well, I, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I didn't think to because I just thought, hey, let's make it as wide as possible where we can still fit our furniture in the dining room comfortably. Um, because wider is better and more open is better. I didn't think I had to match the other doorways right. on the other side of the room.
1: The reason that your doorway was narrow, I would suspect, is that in the 1930s, uh, you would not want to see the kitchen uh, from the dining room. That would be considered uh, gross. Uh, yeah, the kitchen, probably. The kitchen is where, you know, servants work and messes are made, and that's why you had that swinging door from the kitchen to the dining room, because that was a passageway uh, for uh, not for humans, but for servants right uh and uh and you know obviously things have gone in a completely different direction in, in terms of uh home renovation and the idea of like uh, you know open floor plan no matter what <laughs> you know everyone who goes on to the Onto the house hunters international or domestic get really freaked yeah. out, get really freaked out if they can't see every room in their house from where they stand at the
0: center island of the kitchen. <laughs>
1: totally, the open concept. The yeah, open concept.
0: That's what it was. I just like that Chuck's like primary door philosophy is wider, wider is, is better, is better. <laughs> which was the slogan for the Pontiac Grand Prix in the late nineties. Like he just latched onto it. Uh, yeah, I was
1: trying to remember what that was a slogan for. That's right, wider is better. I used to try. I used to love to rent a, a Pontiac Grand Prix back when there were Grand Prix and there were Pontiacs, but not anymore. They're all dead. Could you drive a Pontiac you, Grand? You could probably through your door. You I drive one into my kitchen now.
2: Yeah, it will fit.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. What other problems did? Uh, what, what What other mistakes did Chuck make aside from? Deceiving you, Emily, or allegedly.
2: So I walk in. Well, first of all, the dining room light switch is now located in the kitchen, um, which I object to just strictly because it should be in the dining room. But it also was not, it was kind of, kind of next to the kitchen light switch, but down a little bit. I likened it when I was talking to Julia for the pre, uh, pre-court pre session to... Right. Um, Sloth's eyes in the Goonies. Like one's up higher and the other's down a little bit lower. And it's over, I think I sent a picture of this, it's over kind of right up against yeah. the molding.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, these lights, these lights, first of all, for those of you who are listening along and have, have not yet pulled over to the side of the road, to check out the, the website. <laughs> these light switches are profoundly unfinished. <laughs> Well, but yeah. you see
2: the line at the bottom where he drew it, like he and he did try to line them up. It just never landed yeah, there. Yeah, no, he, no, tried, the line, he okay. tried to line. He tried to
1: line and that line isn't level. Like that, that line is go- is <laughs> exactly. clearly going, going up from left to right. Like he just drew a line no, between not... these two light switches. They're different sizes. No, they do look like no. they do look like deformed eyes. They have no plates on them. It's that's weird. A... Chuck, <laughs> let me ask you a question. That's... <laughs> Yeah, do you do you have any? And this is really what I'm asking: Do you have any electrical training whatsoever?
3: <laughs> no, here. But there are a, <laughs> a lot of mistruths in that whole last barrage from the two of you. <laughs> I originally had them lined up perfectly, and they looked great. And then I realized that when I would install the molding, that it would it got in the way of the, of the uh, light switch. So I sure. had to. Uh, m- move and buttress the light switch out with
1: another piece of 2x4, and when I did that and sunk
3: the last screw, it dropped it about
1: a half inch. Yeah, because there was no way you could have predicted what that molding was going to do. Well, <laughs> hey, molding, I'm not saying mold, I'm, mold, mold, <laughs> Molding is completely unpredictable. It could be no matter... <laughs> it changes widths. Like overnight, and you, get, you just don't know until until you've installed that light switch what the, whether the molding is going to work or not. There's no way you could have planned for this.
0: It's like an I octopus;
1: the- it's constantly undulating and changing. Yeah, exactly. You know, molding molding is pretty much as smart as a dog and can navigate a maze. <laughs> Uh, within thirty five seconds. <laughs> molding molding can fit through can fit through the necks of, of most milk bottles and lie in there and wait for a long period of time. <laughs> it's an incredible oh thing, my molding. God. You just don't know. And it'll change colors. And if you and if you anger it it will shoot off poisonous spores. <laughs> So Emily, there really, <laughs> there really was nothing that Chuck could have done to make those light switches line up because he had them perfect, but then the molding came along and just messed everything up.
2: Well, exactly. And while while we're on the molding, if I may, the molding that he chose is not the same layout or kind of molding that's on the other two doors. So it's it's like a whole it's like an inch thinner and completely different style and not within the style of the house or the time period like Emily, the rest of the molding kind of is. How
1: long how long were you away?
2: <laughs> I did this in a day,
3: dude.
1: Good lord, I couldn't do this two in days. 10 million years. Well, evidently
3: I, w- I can't either. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, this is this is some pretty. Chuck, what you say you have no electrical training, which causes me great alarm that you are that you are installing uh, uh, electrical outlets and stuff. You're doing some rewiring in there, right? No, no, no. I, mean, you I didn't know have an, to rewire. They they oh. existed. I just had to move them. Oh, oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Into the kitchen. But you turned off the electricity in the house before you did this, right?
3: Yeah, that uh, that one area of the house. Sure. Okay. Right. Okay. Gotcha
1: you but where do you get where where did you where did you learn to do all this stuff
3: I've been teaching myself uh home renovation since we bought this house and um I think it's important to note that my way of doing carpentry and things as a completely untaught person is very
1: artistic and organic mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> and does, I tend it, to figure it out as mm-hmm. I go it does have an element of outsider art to it that's for sure it totally <laughs> totally does. and self-taught is this a new thing because you, you know I, I've known I've known you for a while now checking I never would yeah. have thought oh boy if you turn your back on that guy he's gonna he's gonna, <laughs> he's just gonna start Alter widening. yeah he's gonna start widening doorways like I uh, uh, like I, I, now I kind of feel like that time. I think it was in 2013 when we shared that uh, that cabin together at Max Funcon. I'm surprised I didn't come down one morning and find that you had installed a, a porthole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I built yeah, a secret I room. Mean, yeah. Well, and, why, <laughs> and by the way, why didn't you build a secret room if you're so if you're so if you're so ADD as you say? If you're so obsessively into renovation, do something useful and build a secret room. <laughs> or something on our list. What, was, what else is on the list, Emily?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've got a ton of stuff. Dude, a, a we're going to die stuff. with this house
1: unfinished. Yeah,
2: we've been DIYing yeah. it for almost
1: nine years. I understand. But, but give, me, give me your top. If, 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 if you were going away and Chuck were to have surprised you with something that you wanted and cared about, it would have been one of these top three things go, Emily.
2: Um, well, he calls us the 90% Club, so he could have finished any of those projects. Painting the top of the hallway.
0: Boring. Um, it's still
2: missing where, yeah, yeah, but it's, yep. it's been unpainted for five years. Boring. Um, you're putting me on the spot. I should have brought this list because we came up with a huge list. There, maybe, oh, he could have taken up the tile in the
1: uh, kitchen like not, we're about to like do neither, some of our kitchen. It na- seems like neither of you prepare for anything. <laughs> you just wing it. I was waiting to see what he you, said. You wing it in renovation? You wing it in my courtroom? <laughs> yeah, you should have thought about no. the things that uh, you might want to have done.
2: I have a list. I just don't have it with me, I promise. I'm very, I'm a planner. That's part of the problem. I'm a planner. I organize, I plan ahead, and Chuck's just like dives in in the middle and goes, I'll figure it out from here.
1: Right. And And are you a planner and a doer? In other words do you do you do you execute the plans or do the plans just get as as in, as in my case and in my marriage the plans for anything just get more and more obsessively refined but nothing would get done until my wife comes in and goes oh just widen this doorway and does it
2: well, yeah i'm definitely the one that keep get, kind of gets things moving forward right now i'm more of a planner than a doer cuz i'm so All busy right. at work but um generally I am the one that kind of gets us on the right page and going in the right direction we We always joke I'm the designer, chuck's the builder that's kind right. of how it works, so he should have
1: consulted the designer before styling our new doorway so the only thing you can think of though that you would have preferred would have would have been a nice surprise would have been to come home to a a, a painted ceiling
2: a paint yeah a painted wall. He could have um, started on any of the well yeah a lot I guess I will be honest, a lot of the stuff requires continuing to work on it because it would mess up a room of our house like taking Mm -hmm. up the kitchen tile we're about to redo a bunch of stuff in our kitchen
3: Mm -hmm. I can think of a bunch of things
1: actually organize the basement yeah
2: but we had a list (laughs) (laughs) yeah you
1: (laughs) yeah Chuck I I think think uh, your defense is very interesting Chuck I could think of a bunch of things that would have made (laughs) Emily very happy but I decided to do this one instead (laughs) surprise (laughs) yeah because they're boring things
3: and this made it like a big difference so like it's awesome yeah she likes it wide
1: gross I
2: I didn't know what to say about that. I will acknowledge I like it wider. But I, it needs to be fixed. It needs to match the rest of the doorways. And while I didn't even finish explaining what was wrong with it, and I did send pictures. Though the right. molding where it meets the floor is is a mild disaster. He kind of cut some stuff. He cut some shapes out, and things are. I think yeah. he was just going to throw a bunch of caulk in there and be like, "Look, it looks great." Like it's kind of like Emperor has no clothes. Like he just tells me it looks great, and I'm supposed to believe it looks great. But I was not on board with that at yeah, all. So I don't really seeing, think he had a plan either.
1: I'm seeing here, Chuck, a, a photograph. Of the floor between the dining room and the kitchen, and yes, you do yeah. need you do need to replace that tile. Gross. Well, no, I was I was going that was on the on my fix it list. I know, and so but it, there's a big hole in the floor. I guess is that's that represents where the wall originally met the floor. Yeah, and then you got that, was that the out. Wall. And so here's the thing, Chuck. Truly, and 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 I and I ask all of you uh, listening along to go look at photo number eight. Uh which one is that? <laughs> it's after photo number 7 new placement of light switch. <laughs> photo number 8 uh-huh. is captioned simply issues. <laughs> <laughs> so you can I take s- it photo number 8 was mine. You can see very clearly that the that where the where the door was widened, where the original where the original wall ended, mm-hmm. and now there's a big empty gap where the original wall once set in. Yeah. And uh, and then you you slapped up your your uh, your two before, uh, whatever it is, to to mark out the new door jamb and painted it white, and this is not done obviously, so no. h- how would you begin? I like I'm so unhandy. I wouldn't even know how to mm-hmm. begin to to uh, to to resolve this ugly unsightly uh, former wall hole in your floor. What do you do to fix that, Chuck?
3: yeah you just you would take up the old uh what's it called is it a that the the not a transom but the little uh the little thing between one room and the other where sure. the doorway is sure. Like, door
1: jam look look, uh, look you don't you you don't measure and you are completely self taught you might as well come up with your own you might as well come up with your own name for it the floor look, riser the floor <laughs> The, so I it, would call it the door, call it the door line piece. Call it the thing between <laughs> the, the thing between. Yeah. You pull up the yeah. thing between.
3: I would pull up the original thing between and install a new wider thing between that would cover all that junk up. hmm. Like a, like a nice wide wood thing between.
1: Nice wide wood thing between. And this is something, mm-hmm. and, and you go to a, I, without mentioning names, you're getting all this stuff at a, at a big, uh, a big home renovation supply store.
3: Yeah, big box store. Uh, uh, the thing between is might be something you have to order, or I might be able to make it myself.
1: You're obviously using power tools. I mean, how oh, yeah. do you how do you cut out the wall? Like, what did you do? Is it structure? Is this structurally sound? Is the house going to collapse now? Did you cut out a load bearing no. up up and down wood piece that I'll call it? No, no, no,
3: no, no. It's all sound. It's uh-huh. um. It's really easy to widen a doorway. I mean, all you do is uh, rip off the molding, exposing the, the frame, and then rip out the frame and then cut the, the drywall back to where you right. want it and put in a new frame. But
2: all if right. I may add, the carpentry of finishing it is much more complicated, and that's where we're running into the issue. I okay. don't know.
0: I mean, as long as you don't measure, I think you're safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Emily. You just nail up some thing betweens, a couple, a couple of but- up, a couple of ups and downs, a couple of number by numbers. You just you you, 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 nail, you nail you just you just nail you nail them in with a claw pounder, and uh, you're done. Uh, Pretty much. How long have you been teaching yourself how to tear your house apart, Chuck? Uh, how long have we had the house? Almost nine years. Yeah, nine years. And that was a
3: flurry of activity for the first few of those years. Have you ever? And s- then not as much since.
1: Have you ever? You say widening a door is easy. Is that based on lots of experience widening doors, or this day that you just made the hole in your house bigger?
3: No, that day, I,
1: like I did it, and I was like, well, that was pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. So now you're offering. <laughs> you've done it one time, and now you're offering me, John Hodgman, master classes. <laughs> and how to s- and how to smash out parts of the wall.
3: Yeah, Chuck, it's, it's pretty easy.
1: Uh-huh. Why, at the very least, not match the f- set aside width for a moment the 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 molding and the millwork of the other doors in the room.
3: That was a mistake, probably, but it was sort of too late. By the time I had widened things, the original molding in those rooms is is. Super wide, and it won't even fit now. What do you mean? Oh, like it won't, it, it, it will overlap like our nice uh bar and our uh our dish cabinet.
2: It will be behind the furniture.
1: Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, I see. Because the furniture, right? Because I, I widened so it too much. Uh, you widened it too much. That's an admission of something, I believe. There, I see what you're saying. So, the so the the, the frame of the the original. Matching framework would uh, would actually in, in, impose on space where you have this lovely, beautiful marble topped bar, and then a another a thingy. What do you, what do you call this? A, a dish cabinet. My grandma whatever. always
2: called it the kitchen cabinet.
1: Kitchen cabinet, right? Okay. So right, okay. So you, cho- so you chose. Plus, ch- I didn't think it really mattered. Well, it matters. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I guess it depends on whether you're trying to increase the value of your house or decrease the value of your house.
2: We're definitely trying to increase.
3: In a million years, no one would walk in to buy our house one day and say, the molding on that doorway doesn't match the one on the other doorway.
1: I completely disagree. I I (laughs) (laughs) hardly disagree with you on that.
3: Apparently everyone does.
2: (laughs) We've always wanted to have an argument in front of a jury of our peers, so we're very happy to be here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I think that you are perhaps uh underestimating pr- prospective buyers interests in doorways looking like they belong in the same house together. No, no. it's not that far off. Mm-hmm. So what it's is not- your All right, how much money did you spend on widening this thing? Did you keep through that part of the bargain at least? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very
3: expensive at all to get to where I am now. <laughs> right.
1: How how much? Oh, I don't
3: know. Like, all I really had to buy was that molding and... Um, yeah, that
1: garbage molding, right?
3: Yeah, and a little drywall, and, uh, and that's about it.
1: So, what? less than $100. Less than $100, okay. So. Yeah, the rest of it was just brawn and sweat. How much... me. <laughs> well, I know, and I'm sure that it was extremely therapeutic to you. Emily, how much do you think it would cost... At this point, you, you don't want to re-narrow the doorway? You want to keep it the way it is?
2: Well, I want to add a little bit back, and that's where we ran into some problems. Simply because, a, I would like a little bit of wall around our furniture so we can have the right molding, well, and, and b, that... because I really want the light switch back in the dining room. I'm pretty emphatic about that. So that means bringing it back out, which means we would have to have a framing carpenter and a carpenter, you know, that ne- that knows how to work with the molding and the floors. I mean, like our floors aren't level, our walls aren't plumb. It's just it's a complicated task that was well beyond Chuck's scope of work, anyways. Like I don't even criticize. The fact that he wasn't able to do it, just the fact that he is insisting that he should fix it.
1: <laughs> and so, Chuck, do you agree that you, you should you should narrow the doorway and make the molding match and everything else? Like, are you are you amenable to that, or is it? Or I guess what I'm trying to ascertain is whether you just object to the idea of bringing in a professional with experience now to do the to do those final steps, or whether you want to take a crack at it.
3: I I think that making it more narrow now would be open up a big can of worms because of a lot of reasons. It's old plaster and lath on the dining room side. And uh, to make that, uh, you know what
1: that is? Do I need to explain what that is? Plaster and lath? Yeah. No, I don't know what it is. And I I made a quiet decision in my heart that I didn't care. But go ahead. (laughs)
3: Well, walls, these days, walls is, uh, are made from sheetrock or drywall. Sure. Uh, back, back in the olden days, they made, it was plaster and lath. So there are these tiny little strips of, uh, of board that were coated right. in plaster. And okay. so we have plaster walls. And it's hard to marry that to a modern drywall look. Uh, it just looks weird. Like you'd have to, we'd end up having to rip off that whole walls, plaster and lath and replace it all. I think if we tried to make it more narrow again,
1: is your opinion based on any expert consultation or just your, your gut feeling of how, how the walls in this house work?
3: No, just, just from experience, like putting drywall next to plaster, just it's, they're two different surfaces. Basically.
1: How do you answer the great plaster and lath issue? Emily.
2: I disagree that it'll be an issue. I think that there are ways, you know, with mud, like there are ways to marry the two. And I'm surprised Chuck didn't bring this up because one of his arguments when we were discussing was going to be all of the other problems in our house. Yeah, no kidding. But the dining room, it was basically, we inherited it Painted like layers of paint over layers of wallpaper, so there are already lines or seams within the the walls. Anyways, it's not like they're these really pristine walls. It you know looks like they belong to an old house. It's just one of the things you inherit when you take on an old house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that it can be done without you know an enormous discrepancy in
1: surfaces. So Chuck, you don't want to narrow the door. It, what, wh- what do you need to do to finish this project to your satisfaction? Um, sit, sit down and have a beer now and you're done. <laughs> uh, I think I would want to uh,
3: leave the molding as it is because no one cares.
1: Mm. Um, Wait leave a it minute. As
2: <laughs> Hold on. Think, Welcome think, to my world, guys.
1: <laughs> I think you know at least one person cares. <laughs> <laughs> and I think technically you have a certain obligation to care about what this other person cares about. Okay. All right. Fair but enough. Leave the, moldi- leave the molding alone because no one cares except for yes. some dope who also lives in this house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dopey enough to marry me. Uh, leave the molding as is leave it as wide as it is and just finish it all off
1: nicely and finish the floor off nicely. Okay. Okay. Do you feel if Emily, if I were to rule in Emily's favor, and she brought in a real ace framing carpenter, regular carpenter, a plaster and lathman, <laughs> oh, the whole works? Uh, how would that? How would that make you feel?
3: It, that's part of the problem. Is what's going to happen is some some dude is going to come into my home and start. He's going to say, "Who did this?" This is wrong. This is wrong. Who did you hire? Who is this guy? And I'm that guy.
1: Right. That's
2: not going to happen. That's Some absolutely guy's not going to come happen. in our house and start. Try- no, I, I just I think that that that's part of his argument. I don't think that's
1: reality. No, I think that that'll probably happen. Yeah, it seems like in his maybe. head. Yeah. But I don't See? think he's
2: going to come in, you know, like.
3: No, the first thing those guys do is is you've seen Homes on Homes. They love to pick apart the work of other contractors well, that came before.
1: Sure, that, that, admittedly, they're trying to make television there. But I think I think that Chuck's instinct is probably right. Whoever comes in there, if they don't say it, is going to think who did this. And then and then all Emily would have to do is say my husband, and they would go, oh, I get it. And then exactly. they, they would never mention it again. But it, it would
3: be humiliating to you, Chuck. Well, you know what? If if she's insistent on this, then. She needs to do it when I go out of town
2: see that's not fair. Th- this came up before he I, he said if you 're going to hire somebody, i don't want to be here. I'm like, so you've created the problem and you're leaving me to fix it. I object
1: yeah, but <laughs> you're not the one fixing it. You would be hiring a human to do it.
2: yeah, but you have to manage the human that co- that's a whole other set of
1: yeah, but you know what, Emily, looking at what Chuck's doing these days, uh, i'm not sure I would trust you to manage a human you're not, <laughs> you're not managing this even know human what that very means.
2: well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you he got
3: one that you're managing. <laughs> she has a history guys, too. I need to Uh-huh. She has a history of arguing and of fighting with contractors. Tor- torrid affairs with workmen?
0: No,
3: no, no, oh. no. Of of hating their guts and fighting with them.
2: One one person. The the them is one person.
1: What happened? What did this <sighs> person do wrong?
2: Everything.
3: Uh we had a bathroom renovation that we hired someone to do and it was just um you know, those things never go like you want. It always takes too long and costs too much and uh,
2: he lied. He he told lies that made me mad at him. Yeah, to get out of things that he was supposed to be doing.
1: All right, final arguments, Emily. How much money are you willing to spend on a top plaster and lathman? A number, <laughs> a number, a number, a number one qualified and certified Georgia state door narrower
2: at this stage. <laughs> Well, I guess expect to and willing to are different. I want it to be done correctly. We have some other projects that we need, you know, like we need some drywall replaced in one of our rooms. That was a DIY project gone wrong because it was hard and the walls are Mm -hmm. weird. You know, I would expect to pay probably a few hundred dollars. It's materials and labor, and I really don't think it's, if it was that easy to take apart, I can't imagine it's that hard to put back together.
1: A few hundred dollars. That's, I, um, I mean
2: that's just out of my hat, though. I've
1: yeah, you I, know, uh, if if you were truly a planner, you would have gotten an estimate and brought it to this mm-hmm. court. Well, I was
2: waiting on the ruling. I wasn't going to waste my time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how much do you think it would cost? How how much do you think it was? It would cost, Chuck. Uh, well, I think there's a lot of disrespect to this
3: court from my wife, so I'd like to apologize on behalf of her. Uh, but I feel
1: like the this job court, would the cost... Court, the court enjoys a little contempt from time to time. It is not so fond it. of pandering.
0: <laughs> Thank you! Uh,
1: I knew that.
3: I was hoping to get a shut your pie hole or something. Oh, okay. Um, Go ahead, Jesse.
0: Shut your pie hole!
1: <laughs> Jesse, I'm not sure that it was even you. Do you have a Do you have a shut your pie hole on a soundboard, like a Mr. Rogers prank call now? Well, I have a
0: couple different shut your pie holes on the soundboard. I, I want to mix it up a little bit. It's it does, next to the
3: Iuga horn. Yeah.
0: Klaxon! Klaxon! I'm sorry, I pressed the wrong button. You guys, I
1: apologize. Uh, how much do you think, Chuck, it's going to cost? Oh,
3: probably 500 American dollars and some uh, ego manhood
1: points. All right. I think I've heard everything I need to. I am going to uh, widen the doorway to my chambers so I can finally walk in there with ease. I'll take a moment and consider my decision. I'll be back uh, to uh, render my uh, judgment.
0: Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Chuck, how are you feeling about your chances in the case?
1: Well, I feel like
3: I'm uh, I feel like once Hodgman heard it was a few hundred bucks, because that's just like, you know, he he likes cigars with hundred dollar bills. So I figure he'll say, (laughs) dude, pay the few hundred bucks and be done with it. So I I don't anticipate I'll be ruled in, uh,
0: in my favor. If you've got this list of things that both you and your wife have agreed upon as priorities, why did you not just do one of those? Because it was this was my priority. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And I
3: wanted it wide, and it's awesome this way. It's so much better.
0: Um, Emily, how are you feeling?
2: I feel like justice will be served. I believe I have a solid argument.
0: Do you really think that you're going to get a contractor potentially even multiple contractors in and out of your house for a few hundred bucks.
2: Well, in addition to other projects, yes, I think that that could be tacked on. I like, I really thought about what it would, you know, what I think it would be uh, like building a little bit of a frame. We did go through, we, I will say we worked with a carpenter to widen our, um, our basically create a wall of, of our house and turn it into an, um, closet. And, you know, I kind of saw what went into framing and it's a couple of two by fours and some nails, you know, like this isn't, this and isn't an enormous bounder. frame. Yeah. And a claw pounder. This isn't an enormous project to get, to add, you
0: know, a foot back onto the wall. We'll see what Judge John Hodgman has to say when we come back in just a second. Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John
1: Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by And I got one for my mother-in-law and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up, seriously. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 20, 20 24. 2020 20, 24. Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks.
0: Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. Well, there are a lot of things that I have to balance here. The
1: aesthetics of your home, the long-term goals for whether you want to live there or sell it at some point, uh, Chuck's manhood. (laughs) Thank you. Emily's reasonable expectation of matching molding, and, of course, the uh, complete unpredictability of any construction project. You never know how big that hole's going to get. Yep. Who knows? <laughs> Kim, well, that's interesting that you agree with something that I was presenting as a, as a sarcastic example of something that is not true. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. I have to say, Chuck, I admire you deeply, All, um, even more than I already did, for being the kind of guy who can actually cut a hole in a wall and uh, and get it to the point that it looks not completely terrible. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and with and with and with the possibility uh, of uh, with a little bit of finish uh, looking like uh, it 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 might have been done by someone who receives money from time to time. Uh, four things, man. You know, I, I as someone who as someone who is profoundly unhandy, um, I, I could not fathom how how you have done what you have done. And if I, well, the only way I could imagine it happening would be if I if I had a, a horrible sleepwalking incident, <laughs> and just went to town. And and and, so, and since you know that I you have my admiration you will take it in good spirit when I say it kind of looks like you did this in your sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it
1: looks homemade. It looks, it's a little homemade looking, it, you know, the fact that it did not occur to you to measure the width of the door. Uh, the fact that, it, that, that you kind of just like you, that you, that you, that you winged it, um, shows. And, and, you know, so, so, on one hand, it's incredibly impressive. On the other hand, it's sort of like, yeah, there is um, an aesthetic issue here. Uh, one, whether the door should be wider or not. The reason that these doors were narrow, as I say, and had swinging doors on them, was because the kitchen was not considered when these houses were built. Was not considered to be a, a, a place for company. It was a, it was a it was a workspace and an intimate, maybe an intimate family space, but often just a, pu- a pure workspace that you hid away. So that you could serve company in a respectable place, like the dining room, and so you wouldn 't want to look at it and having a, having a you know an, a, an open concept as I do here in, in Park Slope makes things feel very light and airy, but it also makes you appreciate like there 's no way to hide the mess and uh, if you 're the kind of people who want to use that dining room and, and use those lovely martini glasses that I see on that bar there and maybe have have me over for dinner sometime you're going to be facing this issue of like, well, the the kitchen looks like garbage. If we hadn't widened this doorway, we could just close the door and just have a great rest of the evening and deal with it in the morning. But now it looks like garbage and everyone feels terrible. I appreciate looking at all the angles of your dining room, uh, why you thought that the, 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 the kitchen door should be widened because the other doors are nice and wide and it really does create better flow through. And I do feel that uh, you know, now that it's now that it's done, uh, you kind of can't go back to the original small door, and it doesn't sound like either of you really wants to. Uh, but Chuck, uh, you are guilty of two crimes: one, not taking sufficient care and planning in what you're doing, and two, uh, not alerting your wife to the project that you are going to undertake. And consequently, this. Uh, this extra wide door is going to, if, if allowed to stand the way it is, is going is going to be a, 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 a an open wound in your marriage for as long as you live in this place. Sounds like a curse. And and who you know to that degree, I say, who cares? You guys are entitled. <laughs> you guys are entitled to ruin your marriage as much as you want, but don't ruin the investment that you have put into this home. Chuck, your idea that not in one million years will someone come through there and say, it's weird that the molding doesn't match, is beyond wrong. You are (laughs) absolutely, absolutely incorrect. I think it's something that someone will notice right away and wonder what happened. Uh, Because your house is old and it has a lot of, uh, clearly a lot of craftspersonship was put into it when it was built. Uh, and it was probably built by people who uh, measured a thing before and knew the (laughs) the names of the pieces of wood that they were nailing onto other pieces of wood. (laughs) (laughs) Threshold, that's what you... Yeah, threshold, there you go. Threshold, yeah. Remember that thing you carried Emily over when you married her? and promise to respect her by not bashing holes into her house with, without, without any consultation whatsoever I thought it was a think-between yeah. also known as wooden think-between I think, I think it's amazing that you did this uh, unfortunately you did not do it right and it does need to be corrected so now the question is do we let you correct it or do we let Emily hire someone to correct it and i i I have to say my my instinct would be to say, "All right, Chuck, you started this. You finish it off as best as best you can and to a to a degree of perfection that resonates with you, and then Emily can take a long hard look at it and say, Well, you know what? it does look okay because it's still it's still incomplete. uh I hope you agree that it's still incomplete. There are big holes in the floor and <laughs> yeah. there aren't plates on the light switches and everything else." And sure. give Emily a time to to live with the choices that you've made and see if she feels okay about it. But the problem with that is that I don't. I think the door is too wide. I think that you you made it too wide. The door should not be wider than the other doors. I think that it makes your kitchen cabinet and your bar look crammed up against the walls there, and uh, and it looks and and because the molding doesn't match because you made the door too wide. It looks a little junky and not, not okay. <laughs> so, I, uh, I am uh, going to uh, find, in Emily's favor, the door should be narrowed to match the other, the other doors and, uh, and finished by uh, a professional of her choosing. Unless, Chuck, do you want to try narrowing the door? You think that it can't be done. I think it would be a, a big pain in the butt I think that you're admitting that shows incredible personal growth at this point. Because, Agreed. Because, because, there, because, you know, it, you guys have, have dogs and you do not have children, unless I am mistaken. And if my wife, if I were in your situation and my wife were to go out to Akron, I would be watching movies all weekend. Smashing, <laughs> smashing an extra hole in the wall is the definition of a pain in the butt to me. So acknowledging that there is a pain in the buttness uh is a, is a good step as far as I'm concerned into 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 uh, uh, my mission which is to emasculate you down to my level of never doing anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. uh I I want you to take I want I want you to continue to 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 swing hammers in your home. I want you to take on ambitious projects. I want you to 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 do it, and self and the fact that you're self-taught is amazing. Uh, but I also think that going forward, uh, you got you, you 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 can't be impulsive when punching holes in the wall. You need to take a little bit more time to plan it out in conjunction with the woman who also owns this house with you, uh, and, and 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 make a plan uh, so that you're both happy about it. As for what to do with this particular thing, I think the the doorway needs to be narrowed a little bit. I think Emily's got to hire the contractor. I think Emily's got to uh, oversee the contractor, and you're not allowed to leave the house until it's done. Chuck you can't go to Akron and hide and hide from this. If anything, I would say, maybe Chuck, you find someone with a lot of experience maybe you go and hire the contract in fact, this is what I'm going to say you go and uh. find a con- you go and find the contractor and you own up to the fact that you don't just in, inherently know in your hands how to, how to build homes and you find someone and say look, this is where I got so far uh, my wife thinks there are some mistakes I'm acknowledging that there are I'd like to hire you to come in and I'd like to, to watch what you do and help out if you'll let me you might not be able to for insurance reasons um, so I can learn better how to, do, how to do it better next time and I bet you you'll find a contractor or someone with more experience than you at the very least who will say, sure thing And you give that guy some money, you learn a whole lot, and next time uh, you won't be uh, taken to court by your own wife. This is the sound of a
0: gavel. (laughs) Judge John Hodgman rules, that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. (laughs) Chuck, how are you
3: feeling? A little stunned by that last bit of punitive uh, add-on that I did not expect. I did not expect to be ruled in my favor, but I didn't think that I would have the... The punitive measures taken to basically force me to hat in hand, call the dude and say, I stink at the school you teach me.
0: I mean, to be fair, <laughs> you do stink at it. You could really <laughs> use <laughs> someone to teach you.
3: Oh, this is the worst possible outcome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's an opportunity to grow.
3: Emily, how do you feel?
2: I feel great. I feel, I feel like that's exactly what should have happened. And She's
3: farting daisies.
2: I, I wouldn't say it that way. But I would like to add, because Chuck did not come to his defense with all of the great projects he has done, He sometimes this approach works for him in certain applications. This was just not one of them. So I would like to add. Thank you. Yeah. He could have done a little bit better job of
0: defending himself, I think. So I just wanted to add that. Chuck, Emily, thanks for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
1: Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating.
2: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app.
0: And at maximumfun.org. Ow! Oh my gosh. Good Sean Hodgman, are you okay? Jesse How I was just
1: pounding with my with my claw pounder and I hit the What's that? What What's the technical term for the thing that, the the small thing that comes off your hand? Are you talking about your thumb? Mm, I think it's a, it's a, it's a two by half inch appendage. Yeah, that's a thumb. Ah, all right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm in incredible pain. Is the point, Judge
0: Hodgman? You got to stop undertaking these wildcat uh, chambers improvement projects. As a surprise for me, in the time between when you leave the courtroom and when I join you in chambers, and there's only like know, five I, minutes, what what can you even get done?
1: I know it wasn't I know I know it wasn't anything you ever were interested in, but flattening my thumb
0: has been on my agenda for a long time. Yeah, well, you know, uh, our thanks this week. Speaking of agendas, to the great Chuck Bryant, who was kind enough to uh, detail all of the bad decisions he's made. Uh, for our entertainment And uh, Chuck is the host of Stuff You Should Know The co-host of Stuff You Should Know Along with uh, his co-host Josh Clark Josh Clark And Josh and Chuck Every week on their show They detail all the information You never knew you needed to know About some fascinating topic It's a great show um, It's funny and charming and sweet And uh, highly informative Highly recommended from myself. I'm guessing you probably recommend it too, right, John?
1: I recommend it very highly, and indeed, uh, uh, unless it is a secret, and it will no longer be a secret when I tell you that they're doing an event in New York City on November 11th, and I'm going to do it with them somehow. We're going to work it out. I love performing with those guys. They're great. I think they just sold out a bunch of theaters in Canada, because Canadians are curious. Everyone knows that.
0: Oh, uh, Judge Hodgman, I have a live show coming up here in Los Angeles. Tell me more about it, please. Well, I will be hosting an evening of my public radio program, Bullseye. Love it. uh, Thank you. You're welcome. uh, That will feature all kinds of extraordinary things, performances, interviews, and we've just announced a couple of guests for the show. I will be interviewing the great Dan Harmon. Whew. Creator of the television program Community, star of the, uh, from what I hear, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I hear, superb documentary, ha- Harmontown. Yes. Cer- certainly critically acclaimed, uh, from the director of uh, Beauty *Beauty is Embarrassing, the wonderful film about Wayne White. Um and uh, Dan, I, Jesse, Dan Harmon's a legend of comedy. You oh, know I know. That, right? created, yeah. created Channel 101, co-created Channel 101. Co-created Heat created Vision and Jack. Heat Vision and Jack, the greatest... Uh, the greatest unaired comedy pilot ever
1: You know what else he did? He co-wrote uh, uh, Monster House, a really
0: fun animated film that I like Yeah, there you go, Dan Harmon he- He's a winner uh, And then we're going to have music from the great Sarah Watkins Whoa, of, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, Jesse
1: Sarah Watkins yes. Yeah, you know, she's, from the
0: Watkins family in Nickel Creek She's a legend of music She is, She's she, revolutioni- she has rev- already revolutionized music She's still only in her early 30s Good heavens a better, beautiful voice and a beautiful fiddle player. I better learn to play an instrument because I am falling behind. Hey, you're telling me. In my mission to revolutionize music. And then, of course, there's the world's most beautiful stand-up comedian, Mr. Steve Agee. What well, J- J- Jesse, he's yeah. a he's a legend of gigantism. Yes, he he's a huge man and very funny.
1: Yeah, he is really he's a gentle giant. So gentle. I, if you have you ever had a chance, Jesse, to see Steve Agee perform? stand-up comedy in the afternoon for a group largely consisting of seven-year-olds?
0: I haven't seen that. Have you, have you had the opportunity to see that? It's a,
1: it's a very unusual thing to see and very special, but if I had my choice, Jesse, I'd prefer to see Steve Agee on stage in a Masonic temple
0: inside a cemetery in Los Angeles, but where can I do that? Oh, yeah, well, you can see him on stage in a Masonic temple In a cemetery in Los Angeles, specifically the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, October 15th here in Los Angeles. And you should buy your tickets now because it's not a huge place. Go to MaximumFun.org and, uh, you know, the live show links are on the right there. You go down to October 15th, you'll find Bullseye Live. Wait a minute, Jesse. Are you telling me this is all the same event live bullseye with
1: Dan Harmon, Sarah Watkins and Steve Agee in a Masonic temple inside the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in
0: Los Angeles, California? And you can get tickets at MaximumFun.org. Yeah. And you know what? There's still one slot that, that we haven't booked yet. I mean, there's going to be another amazing celebrity on this thing. This this show's going to blow people's minds. There's no doubt about it, at least not in my mind. Yeah, I agree with you, Jesse. Fantastic! I'm so excited about this, and I want to do shows there all the time. But we can only do shows there all the time if we sell tickets to them. So please come, and uh, you know, if you're in Los Angeles, come so that we know that we can do these more regularly. And if you're not in Los Angeles, please spread the word about it to folks you might know who's who are in Southern California, so we know that we can do these around the country because we're really excited about doing more Bullseye live shows and. Uh, and me talking to awesome guests all over the world and, um, you know, hearing from awesome bands and comics. And we have a lot of big plans, but the, we can only do them if folks buy tickets. So the, the ticket link is at MaximumFun.org. And it's October 15th at uh, the Masonic Lodge at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. John, you're also uh, back on the road, right?
1: Y- yes. S- sin- since uh, since the beginning of this podcast, I've consulted my personal diary and I can now tell you with certainty that the Akron, Ohio event that I am doing, that I spoke about with Emily and Chuck, is happening on October 22nd. This is a free event sponsored by the library. I'm going to show up, do a little reading, do a little talking, do a little Q&A-ing. 1st first come, first serve, so come on along. But around that whole time, I'm also going to be doing shows in Philadelphia, in Madison, Milwaukee, two big shows at the Up uh, Comedy uh, uh, Theater in uh, Chicago, Illinois. And the triumphant, I hope, return to the Rex Theater in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a lot of fun. I had an enormously fun time meeting all of the Judge John Hodgman listeners who came to my show uh, that I was doing with David Reese in the past week in Durham, and Atlanta, and Birmingham, Alabama, with Jason Sims. It was an amazing evening, as was uh, uh, Austin, Texas, so, uh, and Los Angeles. So thank you guys for coming out. And just in case you're wondering, uh, if, if you have seen a show by me, in your city within the past year, uh, then the show you're going to see uh, this year is not the same. It'll be new.
0: Our show this week, named by Rick Amick, longtime supporter. Thank you very much, Rick. If you want to get in Thanks, on Rick. the game of naming a Judge John Hodgman episode, like Judge John Hodgman on Facebook, where we also just launched the org Facebook group. You can get in on that at Facebook.com slash org with the dot as a dot, not spelled out. Um, and you can also follow John and I on Twitter. I am at Jesse Thorne. John is at Hodgman. You can discuss the show in our forum at forum.maximumfun.org, in uh, the Maximum Fun Reddit page with other fans at uh, reddit.com slash r slash Maximum Fun. Lots of folks doing that lately. Uh, and, you know, on Facebook, on Twitter with the hashtag JJHo. We appreciate anywhere that you are engaging more deeply with our program. Uh, it's fun to see people talking with each other about it, and uh, we're always grateful when folks are spreading the word. So thank you much yeah, to and, everybody. And, uh,
1: I, I share Jesse's thanks, but if all of that social media stuff feels complicated and annoying to you, you blow it off and send us each $10,000, and it'll be fine. Yeah,
0: that, I mean, it's, there's a lot of ways to engage with the program, from, from talking about it with using the special hashtag to sending us... Non consecutive, unmarked bills. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFund.org slash JJ Ho. There is uh, all the information that you need to submit your case right there. Uh, You can also follow Judge John Hodgman in the pages of the New York Times Magazine. Well, Jesse here's the thing that's not going to be true anymore oh i had no idea
1: because new york times magazine which is a, uh, still one of my most beloved magazines uh, has changed editors in chief and uh, uh, my understanding is that they are no longer doing the page in which my column net appears i uh, i i ended up really enjoying doing that little column and i thank everyone who wrote in specifically for it and and read it and uh uh, I may I may try to do it somewhere else, but for now, the last uh, the last print episode will appear on September 28th, if I'm remembering correctly.
0: Oh, you got a few weeks left. Get on the yeah. bandwagon. <laughs> Wait, like one week left. <laughs> one week left. <laughs> um, yeah, on behalf of uh, the great Mister Judge Ho- John Hodgman, I'm Jesse Thorne. We'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast.
1: Court is adjourned. <laughs>